0: Hi everyone, FDNY Chief of Department John Hodgins here. In this episode, we're giving you FDNY smart tips about escape planning, which is basically a plan that could save your life in an emergency. In a smoky or chaotic atmosphere, it's easy to become overwhelmed and confused. By planning and practicing your escape plan with your loved ones, you can be confident about making a safe escape. Let's get to it, Chloe.
1: You got it, Chief. Drum roll, please. Welcome to the 2023-2024 FDNY Smart Podcast for Kids. This important initiative is brought to you by the FDNY Foundation and its partners to educate kids about fire and life safety in New York City and beyond. Find us online at fdnysmart.org. Okay, everyone, are you ready? Let's count it down. Three, two, one...
0: Be FDNY smart! Hi everyone, I'm retired firefighter Danny Glover, and this is the FDNY Smart Podcast for Kids. With help from our student host, Chloe.
1: Hi everyone!
0: We're bringing you our FDNY podcast that focuses on safety for kids. Thank you so much for joining us. We're coming to you from the FDNY Fire Zone. I was New York City's interactive learning center.
1: Where kids of all ages come to learn about fire and life safety.
0: That's right, Chloe. Here at the FDNY, we like to be prepared. We love to share safety tips in order to prevent fires from happening in the first place. But we know accidents happen. So here at the FDNY, we like drilling or practicing. Firefighters practice how to hook up the hose line to the hydrant, how to quickly enter a building on fire, and how to put the fire out quickly and efficiently.
1: Practicing is super important because then you'll know just what to do in an actual emergency.
0: Exactly. At school, you all have fire drills so you can practice exiting the building and where to meet up once you get outside. Today, we're talking about the importance of having an escape plan at home and practicing it with your entire family. Your plan should include the two best ways to exit your home. That could mean out the front door, through the window and down a fire escape, or down an inside stairwell.
1: My apartment building has sprinklers inside of it, and we don't have a fire escape. So if there is a fire in our apartment, my family knows to avoid the elevator and exit down either of the two stairwells. On the other hand, my friend lives in a building with a fire escape.
0: If you live in New York City, there's a good chance your plan may be different from your friends. Whether you live in a brownstone, apartment building, high-rise, or house, it's important that everyone has an exit plan. Now, there are situations in certain buildings where staying put in your home is the safest thing to do. This might be in a high-rise building or a building with sprinklers when the fire is far away from you. In this case, staying inside may be less dangerous than entering a smoke-filled hallway or stairwell. The best rule of thumb is to follow your building's fire safety plan and listen to the instructions of the FDNY.
1: And don't forget, your family should decide on a meeting place outside. So if you get separated, everyone will know where to find each other.
0: That's right. Plus, there are two additional things you should also remember to practice. Do you know what they are, Chloe? Hmm. As you leave, what is the most important thing you can do to help keep the smoke and fire from spreading?
1: Oh, right, of course. When escaping a fire or smoke condition, The most important thing to do is close the door as you leave. This definitely helps your neighbors keep safe and firefighters fight the fire.
0: That's right! Closing the door will help keep the smoke and fire contained. Firefighters are trained to access the fire even when the door is closed and locked. The other important tip is to call 911 once you're safe. I know you spoke to the FDNY's fire safety education team all about escape planning. I can't wait to hear what you discussed today on Conversations with Chloe.
1: Hi, everyone. I am so excited. I've been given all access to the FDNY. Clear, clear, everybody, clear. So, inquiring minds, join me while I go behind the scenes and in the field. FDNY! to explore the nitty-gritty, raise the doors to the firehouses and EMS stations, and get the inside scoop with the greatest fire department in the world. Conversations, conversations, conversations with Chloe. Today I'm here with firefighter Nicole Rizzi from Engine 319. As a member of the FDNY Fire Safety Education Team, She visits local schools to teach kids all about how to stay fire safe and prepared. Welcome, Firefighter Rizzy. It's great to meet you.
2: Hi, Chloe. It's great to be here.
1: Hi, kids. Today, we're talking about the importance of an escape plan and practicing it. That's something you teach during your sessions, right?
2: Absolutely. We teach kids of all ages how to be fire safe in their homes, and we definitely discuss having an escape plan and practicing it. First, we like to remind kids how important it is to have a working smoke alarm, and we show them how to test it by pressing the test button. That way, they can remind the adults in their homes to test theirs. We discuss developing an escape plan and the importance of practicing it multiple times in multiple ways. What do you mean? Well, if there's a fire in your home, the situation could be hectic, confusing, and even scary. But if you practice your plan multiple times, even if it is hectic, confusing, and scary, you'll be familiar with what to do.
1: That's true. When I practice something, I'm a little less nervous each time I do it.
2: Exactly. Everyone in your home should practice the plan together. Start with everyone in their bedrooms and map out the best way to get to both of your exits. Once everyone is familiar with it, I recommend trying to do it with the lights out, in the dark, or even blindfolded because if there is a fire, you might not be able to see, and it could get very tough to breathe. So, when the smoke alarm sounds, stay low and go. Crawl on your hands and knees, under the smoke, and use your hands to feel along the walls to the exit. Walls will always lead to a door or a window.
1: That's a great idea. I've heard firefighters recommend feeling the door with the back of your hand before opening it. Can you explain why we might want to do that?
2: Sure. We recommend feeling the door with the back of your hand for the heat. If the door feels cool, you can carefully open that door. But if it feels hot, it could mean that the fire is close by you and you should turn around and choose another way out.
1: You know, a lot of people have shoes, strollers, scooters, and bikes right near their doorway. Or I've seen fire escapes with plants, chairs, and even tables on them. That can't be good for escaping.
2: You're absolutely right, Chloe. It isn't. Hallways, stairs, exits, including fire escapes, should always be clear. You don't want anything to slow your emergency exit down or block your way out. Also, that way the FDNY can more easily get in. We and our hose line won't be entangled in strollers, bikes, and shoes, and can more easily put the fire out. So, fire escapes, stairways, and landings should not be used for storage, and nothing should obstruct your doors from closing properly when you leave. That means bikes, scooters, and strollers should not be cluttering the door. Air-conditioners should not be blocking the windows to the fire escapes, either. And the fire escapes should be empty.
1: So, I think I know the answer to this, but I just have to ask. If there's a fire in your home, do we have time to, say, like, really quickly find our phone?
2: Well, Chloe, your safety is the most important thing, and fires can spread quickly. A phone or a device can be replaced. If you don't already have your phone on you, it's really important to just leave and get to safety. Stay low and go and close the doors behind you. Chances are these days someone else will have a phone. So once you reach your family's meeting place safely outside, you can call 911.
1: Thank you so much for all these great tips, Firefighter Rizzy. We've talked a lot about practicing and being prepared on this podcast, but I learned something new each time.
2: Chloe, this was fun. Be safe, everyone. And if you see me in your school, say hi.
1: It was great to meet Firefighter Vizzy. If your school's interested in a visit from the team or wants to plan a trip to the fire zone, visit fdnysmart.org for more information. Now I'll send it back to Danny.
0: Thanks, Chloe. Now it's time for Danny's do's and don'ts. Do make household drills realistic. Start by testing your smoke alarm and follow your escape plan from the beginning all the way through to your meeting place outside. Just like you would in a real emergency. And don't delay your exit. If there's a fire in your home, follow your escape plan immediately. Stay low and go. And close the door on your way out. Once you're safely outside at your meeting spot, call 911. Remembering these important tips will help our communities. We all play an important role in making our city safe. For more do's and don'ts of fire and life safety, go to fdnysmart.org. We sure appreciate you all for listening and caring about fire and life safety. With millions of children and adults in New York City, the FDNY works hard every day to ensure our safety. But we all can help out. Everyone listening has the power to help those that live, work, and visit the city keep safe. You make a difference. Thank you for listening to our FDNY Smart Podcast for Kids. Thank you to Firefighter Rizzy and our student host, Chloe.
1: Bye, everyone.
0: Follow our fire and life safety mascots, Hot Dog and Siren, on social media. And check out our website at fdnysmart.org for more safety tips. I'm retired firefighter Danny Glover, signing off from the FDNY Fire Zone. Until next time, be safe. Take it from here, Chloe.
1: The FDNY Smart Podcast for Kids is an initiative from the FDNY Foundation and its partners. To learn more on how you can support our educational efforts, go to fdnyfoundation.org. And remember, be FDNY smart!